I'm Carly Marie, and this is the Primal Alternative Podcast. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Primal Alternative Podcast, featuring actionable tips from real people with real stories about real food. This show is presented by Primal Health Coach Helen Marshall, who empowers other paleo-loving, thermomix-owning mums to start a sustainable, faff-free business of their own with the Primalista License. The Primalista License brings primal alternatives to the foods we love to our communities, making primal living more doable with less falling off the wagon. The Primalista License is available at www.primalalternative.com. And now, introducing your host, Helen Marshall. Welcome to the Primal Alternative Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Marshall, but you can call me H. I'm also a primal health coach and founder of the grain-free food company, Primal Alternative. We make grain-free easy with our uh, grain-free pizzas, uh, breads, cookies, wraps. What else am I missing? Jellies. And we have got amazing vegan options if you're dairy and egg-free as well as low-carb keto options. We are delighted and honoured to collaborate with the amazing goddess that is Jo Witten of Quirky Cooking, and we bring to you um, as exclusive producers their Quirky Cooking grain-free pastry. Yum. It's just so versatile. You can do everything with it, Um, as well as their macadamia and currant shortbread biscuits, which are food with no breaks because they're so good, but yummy and delicious and made completely of grain-free, so therefore naturally gluten-free whole food, uh, which is not made in a factory. It's homemade with love by one of our Primal Alternative producers, which we uh, nickname Primalistas. And Primalistas are people who are just passionate about clean living. They love working in their home kitchen, which is all registered and um, checked, so don't worry. Um, And they bake with love products for you to make your life easier. So you can choose a clean living, grain-free way of life without having to do everything all by yourself. How cool is that? So since I launched, um, so I did that myself here down in Albany, WA, which is where I am for about 18 months and people told me that the products were just life-changing and it just made the difference between them being able to stick to this way of life or not. (laughs) And the kids liked it too. Hurrah. And the dubious husband was on board. Even better. So uh, on Boxing Day 2016, so just coming up to three years ago, I shared my business model and all my secrets with people who wanted to be producers of my range Um, and called it the Primalista License. And since then, over 130 incredible, amazing women have joined me, mostly across Australia, but also into New Zealand and the UK and the USA. So amazing. And you know what I loved most about bringing Carly to you today, and it's such a common theme, is that, you know, I always like to start with people's story. And more times than not, so usually nine out of 10 times, people who have gone on to do amazing things in this world, whether it be write a book, start a business, look after their family, 
you know, paint an amazing picture, create some amazing music, whatever it is that they do, they usually, it usually starts with, with food. It usually starts with cleaning up their act around food. And like Carly explained to me before we went onto the call, she was trying to lose a bit of weight before her wedding and she ditched gluten and she said it was literally like somebody turned the light on. (laughs) She was just like, wow, this is amazing. And when you get that clarity and that increased energy, you just become a channel for all of these amazing ideas. And you've got the courage to, you know, look your doubts and fears in the face and say, I'm going to do this anyway. I know you're just trying to keep me safe, but I'm just going to do this anyway, which is what I've moved through, you know, to think, who am I? Who's going to want to, you know, buy my license and do what I do and love it so much? Um, To push past all of that and all of the naysayers, which most of them are in your head, right? Um, yeah, to go on and do incredible things in the world. And I just love um, Carly Marie and her soul modes. It's just like a, oh my goodness. So that's why it's just totally like that. It's, it's that we've got four different modes. Carly's going to explain each of them, wild, bear, super and sparkle. And that we cycle through these um, modes as, as the seasons cycle through. And that we, if, if on those days we're just feeling not motivated and we just want to stay in bed, there's nothing wrong with us. We're just in bear mode. And the other days where we're just like, just feeling amazing and just want to smash everything out and you're super productive, that's, that's just super mode and that's going to pass. And, you know, you don't want to like harness, try and harness that every single day because it's impossible. And it just makes so much sense. Like, seriously, I can't wait to share this with you. And I heard about Carly through um, my business bestie, Mitley Saudi, and she kept talking to me about, oh, I was in sparkle mode and this, this, and this. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I got her to explain it more to me and then came across Carly just as Carly was launching her book, Soul Modes, and I've just been witnessing her on social media, going to the top of the best-selling lists, Um, it's just incredible. So cool to watch, to think, wow, you know, she just did it. She wrote a book in three months and it became a bestseller because why? Because she tapped into her soul modes and made the best use of those. Um, and she believed she could do it and she worked on the mindset. Now I loved as well when I asked Carly about, um, you know, it's all very well having these different modes, but how do you adapt it to modern life? You know, if you work a nine to five, but you're in bear mode, you just want to stay at home. How do you deal with that? So we do talk about that in this episode, but the thing that I love about the soul modes and the primalista license is that the primalista license is perfect for every single bear mode. And I can see now why this is such a perfect business model for women because, you know, when you're in wild mode, that's when you can be working out which stockists you're going to approach and which markets you're going to do. And you're going to order all your equipment and your ingredients and just like, yeah, let's do it. And then you're going to go into bear mode, which is going to make you think, oh, I don't know if I'm good enough to do this. Who's going to buy it from me? What if my products aren't very, you know, nobody likes them, even though they like Linda's down the road, they might not like mine. Um, it's too overwhelming, I'm not good enough. And then you go into super mode where you think, no, you know what, I've moved through that, I've met those limiting self-beliefs and um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out and do it and that would be a brilliant day 
and, and bear mode too, bear and super in those two modes would be brilliant days for working at home. <laughs> you know? and, and Carly was saying that in bear mode is a perfect day to work from home. So that would be a great day just to put on some relaxing music, bake some cookies, sit on the couch, drink a cup of tea and eat a cookie and save a few for your customers. Super mode would be a brilliant day, maybe even sparkle mode as well, to be actually out at markets, making connections in the community, connecting with your like-minded crew who are all into this way of life. So I just love the um, similarities and the um, the way that, they, you know, I just, oh, I don't know, just it's more of an affirmation that, um, and I know that Carly's really passionate to bring this for, especially for women into the workforce as well, that we can't be in this routine of nine to five, Monday to Friday on every day and expect to be that productive because there are four different incredible versions of us that are operating at different times. And to get the most from us, we need to harness each of those soul modes. Um, otherwise we're denying ourselves and it becomes soulless and soul defying, you know? It's just really amazing. I just love how we can just be on this. When you think about only just 50 years ago, how different the workforce was. You know, it was when my mum got married, um, people said to her, are you going to carry on working now? Because, you know, your husband will look after you. I mean, that's not very long ago, is it? You know? (laughs) And now you can write a book in three months and blast it to the world on Amazon. It is just mind-blowing and so exciting and but yet we don't need to be these machines, these, you know, crazy working 90 hours a week. We don't need to do that. We can accept our four different soul modes and have an amazing life as well. It's just so, it's so cool and so exciting. So yay ha, it is Black Friday. Um, I didn't know much about Black Friday until I got into the online business world and, um, I'm now working with an amazing marketing team who've decided to have a bit of a Black Friday um, special. So until Wednesday, the 4th of December, the Primal Lister license is at a special price of 20% off. So you save $1,100. So that means it's only $4,400 to get started as a Primal Lister producing the Primal Alternative brand. And the range, which is um, endorsed by the amazing Pete Evans and uh, Quirky Cooking. Um, You'll be doing it alongside a sisterhood of other women who are passionate about this way of life as well. So if you've been following for a while or if you're listening for the first time, you're thinking, holy moly, what is this? Check it out because now is the time. Such a cool time to get on board with Primal Alternative. And the other incentive to take action, even though you may feel a bit in bear mode at the moment at this time of year with regards to you know dwindling resources around energy and finances, then just be mindful that this is a really cool time to get on board because you can start to make baby steps um, towards getting everything set up for your business and hit the ground running in you know February or March when you feel up for it um, after the summer period. And also, um, since I launched the baking license on Boxing Day 2016, I've been in launch mode for three years, which is like trying to be in super mode 
for three years and that's not as sustainable for me. And I'm feeling a bit tired, all good. I'm feeling a bit tired and I'm looking forward to a rest. And because my job involves, you know, nurturing prime listers, nurturing the brand ambassadors, dealing with, you know, new product developments, dealing with our uh, collaborative brands, there's a lot to it other than just, you know, finding and recruiting awesome fit prime listers. So what I've decided to do next year and probably for the foreseeable um, to make it more doable for me to keep going um, is to just have two intakes of prime listers. So one around May next year and one around October. So we'll be having seasons and prime lister modes too. So there's going to be off and on modes. So if you're keen and you want to get started, now is the time. Head to primalalternative.com forward slash apply to book in for a one-on-one discovery call with me. So I personally interview everybody that wants to come on board as a primalista just to make sure that the business model is going to be viable for you and also to make sure that you're going to be the right fit out there representing the Primal Alternative brand. So remember, Black Friday special, save 20% on your Primalista license. Head to primalalternative.com forward slash apply. Awesome. Thanks for being here. And let's get into the chat with the fabulous Carly. You're going to love this one. Make sure you tell all your girlfriends about it. All right, Carly, so tell us what you started your day with. What did you have for breakfast? I actually had some leftover vegetable curry um, that my lover cooked for me last night. I am a dinner for breakfast kind of girl. (laughs) Well, you're in the right place. So before we get into um, your story and soul modes and how you have gone from never writing a book to becoming a best-selling author like in three months, which is just an incredible story Mm -hmm. to hear it. Tell us a little bit about how your Mm -hmm. journey started. Oh, gosh. It's one of those ones like how far back do you go? Um, But I suppose discovering soul modes began when I was – I had already been on some sort of personal development journey, which began when I (laughs) – was trying to lose weight for my wedding so I cut out carbs and discovered that gluten is awful Mm -hmm. um, when I tried to have it again and just really cleaned up my diet and started learning about um, different ways of eating, clean eating and stuff like that. And so that sort of came along with this personal development journey and I was on that journey um, while my marriage seemed to be um, (laughs) heading directly into the toilet And when I found out um, that my marriage had been damaged irreparably and I was laying on the floor of my mother's house going, this isn't isn't okay, I'm so sad and I'm so broken and I'm not okay and I've got a two-year-old little girl and I need to be okay. Mm. So I asked myself that day, what do I need right now in order to be okay enough to get up? And then I just continued to ask myself that question many times a day, every day, for a period of time that I still do now, I ask myself, what do I need right now? But usually nowadays it's more like, what do I need right now to thrive even more? What do I need right now to achieve all my dreams? But there was a point where it was just, what do I need now in order to feel okay? So I started paying a whole lot of attention to myself and to what I needed and I started noting it down in a journal each day, noticing how I felt, what I was craving, what I was yearning for, what was going to help me to feel better. 
And long story short, I saw a pattern. There was a really clear pattern and it was like there were four different versions of me and they each wanted different things on any given day. Um, and I gave them nicknames and they were my four different modes. And at first I thought maybe it was something to do with my menstrual cycle. And then I thought it was something to do with the moon and the lunar cycle. Mm. And I went on this mission to try and figure it out. What was driving this very clear pattern, this very clear cycle I was going through with this kind of emotional roller coaster and motivational roller coaster. And eventually I just decided that there was nothing outside that was causing it. It was me. It was coming from deep inside me. So I called them my soul modes. It was like what my soul was yearning for was shifting um, into these, like in, and I could kind of categorize these four different energetic states that I would be in where my soul would be yearning for different things. And I started to talk to other people about it. And pretty quickly I realized that everyone else was other women that I would talk to were going, that's me too. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that's me too. And so I started, I started a little Facebook group and I was, I would teach this and I did this nine months research project, which culminated in me writing a book. Um, and I wrote the book in about three months after I'd gathered all the information and, um, it hit the bestseller status within two days of launching because every woman who read it seemed to go, Oh my God, you just explained my whole life. (laughs) And then told every other woman she knew who told everyone she knew. And here we are. (laughs) Incredible. And you know that you have very much put that in a, in a nutshell there, which is, which is cool. So I'd love to dive, if you don't mind, dive more into the modes. What are they? And what are the four different ones? Yeah, so um, the way I originally described it was that I was four different women and that's what that's the tagline of the book is you are not one ordinary woman, you're four extraordinary ones and all of them are magic and wonderful. But the problem is when we think we're just kind of one person and we try and plan out our time based on kind of who we are without looking at the intricacies a little bit more, that's when we can end up fighting against ourselves. So it's like if we can acknowledge who's kind of driving us right now, which one of these four women is leading us right now in any given moment, we can be so much more responsive to that. So the way I described them was you've got a wild woman, you've got a hibernating bear, you've got a superhuman, and you've got a sparkly fairy. And those ended up kind of getting shortened to wild mode, bear mode, super mode, and sparkle mode. So those are the things you might see people talking about all over the internet, talking about being in bear mode or wild mode or that they're feeling sparkly today or that they're feeling extra super. <laughs> so that's where that comes from. So talk us through, talk us through wild mode. So what, what, what are we like when we're in wild mode? Yeah, so wild mode is actually my favourite. Um, she's like the leader. She's the one who really, it's when we can find ourselves getting quite frustrated and very impatient. Because it's as if that next level version of you, that one who already has the best selling book or already lives in the beachfront house or already has the wonderful husband or already has the things that you're calling into your life right now. Imagine the next level version of you who already has it and then she comes back in time and comes into your body now. She's frustrated, right? She's looking around going, "Um, why are we still living in this clutter? Why aren't we fitter than this? Why are we dealing with all this drama from people? This is ridiculous. It's just like our tolerance disappears for anything in our life that is not serving us and we are only focused on moving forward in a positive direction. It's like she's the CEO. She's not interested in the detail and the drama. She's interested in where are we going as an organisation and what needs to go so that we can do that. 
she's my favorite. It's the best one ever. (laughs) But it wasn't always that way. I used to find wild mode really, really challenging. And my partner, my lover used to find my wild mode really, really challenging until I figured out how to harness that energy into a positive way. So how do you do that then? Because it does, I know you, I know that one and it's impatient. Oh, come on. I can't believe it. Like we're still here and we haven't done that yet. It's so frustrating. Yeah. When's it going to be finished? Like I, I really, um, I really resonate with well mode quite, quite a lot. So how do we harness that energy yeah. that you have? Yeah. So no, just knowing what it is, is so helpful because it's mm. like, oh, I'm in wild mode. It's not that I need to throw out half of my belongings. It's that clutter is an issue in my life right now it's that that's something I need to address and just allow her to point out what needs to change in your life and do something about it but know that the people around you might find your energy challenging to be around in that moment you know when you suddenly have you ever found that you just need to go full Marie Kondo on your house and you just need to throw out half of your stuff and you know, and people are in your way, like whether you've got kids or partner or people there or phones ringing or whatever, and people are getting in your way of you achieving what you're trying to achieve. We can get a little bit snappy. We can bite people's heads off. Like yesterday I was like with my little kids and I was just like, how is it that I leave a room and I come back and you guys have managed to just put stuff everywhere, you know? (laughs) And I was just like, right, that's it. You guys are not helping yourself to food anymore. All I find is bits of food everywhere all over this house. We're going to have rats. It's like I would just get really fired up about stuff. But the day before, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. I'll pick it up. You know, like it wouldn't have bothered me so much. My kids are kids and, you know, you've got to let them be creative and you've got to let them learn. Whereas in Wildman, I'm just like, no. No more. <laughs> no tolerance. Yeah. No more. So knowing that about yourself, you can kind of temper that or just, take a deep breath and go, okay, I'm in wild mode. Sorry, guys, I'm snapping, I'm biting your heads off. It's just that it's really important to me that we take care of this home because this is where we live. And just kind of coming back into your heart mm. in some of those moments. Yeah, and, and I guess just having that awareness that, you know, this this wild mode is going gonna, is gonna to pass and be replaced with the other bit more chilled out. This is good. This is all good, right? So that just that yes. awareness yes. alone can really take the – you can just take the that that sort of red mist descend in that anger that can sometimes come when mm-hmm. you when you're in that mode. So what what would be um, is there any like the flow on? Is, do you go from like one to the other and then back around yeah. again, or do you just sort of jump in and out of all four? No, they go in order. That's the most mind blowing part about it mm. is that it's a bit like the seasons. They always go in order, so you'll know what's coming next. And they go in order for a reason. It seems to be that wild mode is about deciding what needs to change in your life. Bear mode is about going internal and doing the internal work, the inner work that's required to make those changes in your life. Then we shift into super mode, which is all about taking action. It's about tangible results. That's when we want to write to-do lists and make plans and create schedules and create routines in our life. And then sparkle mode is about connection. It's about being fully present and we crave connection. And that's when we become more affectionate, more loving, more empathetic, more open. Um, And we always go in order. The thing that varies for people is how long you spend in each. Um, And there, that's what I mean. I used to think that it was a menstrual cycle thing, but Mm. then I realized I was cycling too quickly. It wasn't in alignment with my menstrual cycle. Because my menstrual cycle was about 30 days, but I was, Sometimes I would only spend about three or four days in each of these modes. And what I discovered with this nine-month research project I did was that for nearly all of them, it's sped up. Because if you think about it like filling four different cups, as you fill, each one of your inner women has a cup to fill. She's got a job to do. She's got things she wants to achieve. And when she's done her stuff, you'll shift into the next mode. 
So for someone who's quite responsive to their own needs, like I find that I cycle through, I spend about one day in each mode. So over a period of four days, I've gone through a cycle. And I've done some case studies with what I would consider to be really high-performance women. And a lot of them I've found cycle quite quickly. And it's one of the reasons why they have such an extraordinary output. Mm. You know, they run businesses in, you know, a couple hours a week or, you know, just mind-blowing stuff like that or writing a book in three months, right? It's because you're able to channel your energy in any moment into exactly the most efficient place to channel it. So I would do a lot of writing my book in wild mode, but I didn't do all that much writing in bear because I knew in wild mode I'd smash out three chapters, but in bear mode I'd sit there and do a paragraph and think it was terrible. Wow. So cool. So I know Mm. you've given us a bit of an overview of of the other three modes, but take us a little bit deeper. So naturally from wild we're going into bear. So tell us a bit more about what, what we experience in bear mode. The bear mode is about the inner work, but to force us to go, I call it hibernating bear. I say hibernating bear because it's like I'm a bear in a cave. I want to go into my cave. You know those days where you don't really feel like talking to anyone? Mm-hmm. Social media feels a bit overwhelming and irritating. You feel low energy, low motivation, and you'd really like to kind of just hang out maybe in your bed or on your couch and read a book. Um, but we sometimes give ourselves a hard time and tell ourselves we can't do that because we've got things to do. And the thing with bear mode is it's about, you know, we talk about being rather than doing. That's what bear mode is for. But sometimes what happens is we force self-care upon us, upon ourselves in other modes when actually the most efficient time to do it is bear mode because it's when you'll feel good, like you'll feel more good, more able to surrender to that energy. So basically bear mode is when you will feel a drop in energy. And for some people, what you might experience is what feels like um, a self-doubt SHIT storm. Can I say that here? No, Um, you can say say shit here. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So have you ever found yourself in the middle of a self-doubt shit storm where you're just like, I'm really questioning whether I'm capable, whether I'm worthy, whether I can possibly achieve my dreams. And it's like those little voices. For me, it often comes up with things like, oh, Carly, I'm pretty sure all the mums at school are laughing at you. Like those, like random little weird thoughts like that. We just like, oh, where's that come from? You know, come on, I'm supposed to be the confident girl. You know, and those little, those little thoughts. And as they come up, it's like, oh, hello, this is bear mode. And it comes up because it's like that barrier between your conscious and subconscious mind just turns to tissue paper and all these little bubbles of stuff that is sitting around in our subconscious mind comes up to the surface so we can deal with it, so we can look at it, so we can process it, so we can let it go. Right. So it makes sense that our motivation drops and our busy, busy, busy mind stops because we need, it's like we get all forgetful and foggy, right? And we can't focus on stuff. It's because we're not supposed to be focusing on stuff and remembering stuff. We're supposed to be diving deep within ourselves and doing that inner work, whether it's journaling or meditating or whatever that looks like for you. Mm. It's about processing the stuff that's coming up. So then you can move forward in the things that your wild woman wants to do. If your wild woman wants to build a a seven-figure business, then it's going to require some inner work, right? So you let your wild woman decide what you want to do and then you let your inner bear go. It's It's like if the wild woman is the CEO, the bear is the board of directors. They need to go into that boardroom and they need to pick that plan apart and they need to look at what might go wrong. Can we handle it? Is this in alignment with our values? Is this really truly who we are inside? And go to that place so then you can come out of the bear cave into super mode and get it done. 
You've got such a beautiful way of describing it. It really, you really have. You, 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 I can, I can see why this book has just gone to be a, to bestseller status straight away because I'm just going, oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. So on those days when when I'm in bear mode or when the listeners are in bear mode and we're thinking, you know, like the way we've been socialized is, come on, pull your socks up, get on with it, mm-hmm. keep on going, soldier on. But actually, what or, mm-hmm. what or what I normally think is, what's wrong with me? You know, oh my God, what's wrong yes. with me? My energy's dropped. I can't think straight. I just want to stay in bed all day. That's not like me. You know, so so it's it's such a relief to hear, okay, this is just something that, that I would need to work through. And so you've, you've said that self-care is like a lot more, would land a lot better when you're in bare mud. So would that be why sometimes say like if you've got a, a regular massage booked, sometimes when you yep. go, it's like the best thing ever. And other times, yep. like maybe if you're in wild mode, it's just really freaking irritating. You're like, make it be over. I've got yeah. shit to do. <laughs> is that, is that why? A hundred percent. That's why I don't book massages. I go, when I'm in bear mode, I call up and I go, can you fit me in today? Um, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. So it's going to be a much better use of your time to do it in bear mode. Um, but we're be, we live in a society that is that is sort of quite masculine driven in that it's very much about routine and get up at 6am every day and exercise and all of that. But it actually doesn't, it doesn't work. And that's why we don't stick to stuff. That's why we commit to a routine and we don't always stick to it because in one mode, we decided that's what we wanted. In another mode, it's actually not what we want at all. Mm, but that's okay. That doesn't make us mm. some crazy lunatic, right? That's just how it is. No, it's perfect. It's magic. And if you start to see it as this actually, you know, miraculous inbuilt calibration system and we actually use, it's like you've got a Lamborghini engine under the hood and you're not even, you haven't even got it turned on. You know, it's like it's in there. It's it's telling you exactly what to do. It's telling you what to do today in order for you to thrive. But we're ignoring it because we're going, oh, but the the calendar says I have to go for a massage and then do the housework. Mm. Whereas actually that's not the best use of your time today. But tomorrow those things will probably feel amazing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So after bear, we've got super, right? Yes, yes. So super mode is all about tangible results. What we're craving, what we're yearning for is tangible results. We want to get things done. So that's about taking action. So what often happens is people get to super mode and they decide they need to do some goal setting. And then so they decide that's it on Mondays I'm going to do yoga and on Tuesdays I'm going to do this. I'm going to set mm-hmm. goals. I'm going to lose if you've got five kilos. I'm going to whatever, whatever, right? We, we just set some goals. The problem is goal setting actually, the goal setting process actually needs to begin in wild mode because that's when we're actually big picture. What do I want my life to actually look at, look like? As opposed to how can I just busy myself more so I feel like I'm doing more stuff with my life? That's mm. not actually moving you forward in your life at all. So we let us in super, we decide to do some goal setting and some planning and some scheduling and we buy a diary and we put a wall planner up and, and we go and booking all our gym sessions for the next month and we declare to the world that this is what's going to be happening and we don't stick to it. Why? Because our wild woman didn't set that path. We're just Mm. busying ourselves for busy sake. So super mode is fantastic for things like if you want to do meal prep, if you're a meal prepper, do it in your super mode day because God, it's going to feel good when you look in your fridge and go, look at all that meal prep I've done. It feels really like pat on the back, tick that box, you know? (laughs) Um, so the best thing to do is set your strategy in wild mode, do the inner work in best. And then in super mode, you're taking the action, doing the work that is actually in alignment with where you want to go, because you're going to be full of energy. Do you ever find yourself sitting up till midnight working because it just feels good to do? Mm -hmm. 
yeah, so it's super mode. And in bear mode, you're just like, I've got to go to bed early tonight. This is ridiculous. But at some point, maybe you told yourself that every Monday night you're going to work late, where actually it's not, if you're in bear mode, that's the worst thing you could be doing. If you're in super mode, don't bother trying to sleep. Just work, <laughs> just do it. It'll fill you up and then you'll shift. Yeah, for me, I'm more of a, when, I, when I'm in super mode, I'm more of a wake up early and like, right. I smash stuff out and you yes. think, oh, I, sh- I should be still sleeping up there. I couldn't possibly get up at 4.30, 5 o'clock. You know, that's more. But the reality is you've just got to, yes. um, with this new awareness, just to work with it and not try and work against it is where exactly. you're going to tap, in, yeah. tap into that magic. So tell us about Sparkle because that one sounds like the most nicest of all of them. <laughs> It is quite lovely. I mean, it depends on the person. Some people do find it challenging. I love it. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why sometimes it's challenging. Um, The one issue that a lot of people have with it is that we lose all focus. So if you are a person Mm. who wears your busyness like a badge of honour and who who really, um, like, I guess, pins their self-worth on how much they're getting done, then sparkle mode can be challenging because we lose focus and we don't actually feel like doing the things anymore. So if you had a to-do list and you decided that you're not resting until that to-do list is done, but you shift into sparkle mode, that to-do list is then going to feel draining, exhausting, and you're going to resent it. Mm. So that's when we, you see people do Facebook posts about like the to-do list can wait. It's all about connection and pleasure and play. And, you know, we see people write those posts. Those people are in sparkle mood, right? Those people are interested in being present. They're like, put your phone down and be with your family. Yeah. That's sparkle mode, right? Whereas Mm. the super mode people are like, pick your phone up up and run your business from it and (laughs) be a millionaire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All of those things are right. All of those things are perfect and wonderful, dependent upon which state you're in in that moment. So sparkle mode is really cool. It's like this reminder to come back to the present moment um, what we crave on a soul level is connection, um, which if you are surrounded by children and your loved ones and puppy dogs and <laughs> things that fill your connection cup, mm-hmm. you're probably going to enjoy your sparkle mode. If you are living overseas, have no friends there, um, a single and desperately wish you had kids, you might feel that craving as something that's actually really challenging. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like someone who's feeling quite lonely and isolated. Sparkle mode might actually feel really hard. Mm. Um, so for me, I'm able to spill, fill my sparkle cup pretty quickly. My kids are always around. My lover's not far away. My previous husband travelled a lot. I found that really hard. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, my friends would be busy and I would feel rejected and sad and lonely. You know, so it really depends on the person because what we're craving is, um, yeah, what we're craving is, is connection. It's really, we are able to access very high vibe states. For some, so for the law of attraction people and the manifestation people, sparkle mode is very cool. Because we're mm. able to really access states like joy and gratitude mm. and like that playful celebratory energy really easily. Yeah. Gratitude comes very, I love gratitude journaling in sparkle mode, but I find it really challenging in the other modes. Yeah. It just feels like indulgent and boring. It's like, a, it's like yeah. a, you don't have to think, you know, you don't have to go, oh, I'm very grateful for the beautiful coffee I had this morning. I'm really grateful for the clean yeah. water in my lovely warm shower. You're just like, oh, my God, I just feel so grateful because look at that tree. It's just, yeah. oh, it's just beautiful. It just kind of like sneaks up on you, gratitude. Like that spark, that spark. Yes. When you're feeling like that. Right. I call it like we get into gratitude raptures. Like it's just coursing mm. through our body. We're just like, oh my God, how lucky am I? Look at this sunshine on my skin. Like we can feel yeah. it. And when, you know, and I'm sitting there with my lover and he's sort of like caressing my arm or like, you know, tickling my arm with his fingers. I'm just like, I can feel that 
the pleasure of that in every cell of my body. Whereas mm. in bear mode, I'd be like, can you please stop touching me like that? That's I just so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love yes, it. yes. Love and again, it. it depends on the person. In, in, some people love bear mode cuddles. Sometimes mm. I love it. Sometimes I'm like, just hold me. Just cuddle up on the couch and hold me. Don't talk to me. Don't ask mm. me things. My, my lover absolutely loves to like debate about politics and stuff and talk about what's in the newspaper that day. If I'm in bear mode, I'm just like, don't. don't. <laughs> just put on something funny on the TV yes. and cuddle me. Whereas I'm in, I'm in wild mode. I'm like, let's talk about the state of the economy in America. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I just want to like debate with him and get into it and like that yeah. feels sexy and fun like I know I'm an enormous dork but you know you want to do stuff that feels like sexy and, and like a bit fiery and it's just totally different energy so you can understand why these poor if you're in a relationship with a man and this is it appears to be a predominantly female thing my research has only extended mm, as far as that. women okay I, yeah I get the question a lot is it is it dudes too mm. um look I have a theory but I haven't d- dived into it enough that might be book two book two yeah but I, I, yeah, I think they experience it differently to us. I think women, we feel it very strongly, right? Mm. And there might be men who have a very strong feminine energy and maybe they might be like, yeah, like, yeah, no, I'm feeling that. I just haven't had access to enough of them to gain any real data, but um, I'm working on it. I've got it. Basically, I've got all the women going, track your husbands and report back, please. Absolutely. Um, but basically, I, I think what happens is these poor guys are just like, I can't keep up with you. Yesterday you wanted this from me, but today you want this. Last week you said all you want is time alone. This week you can't get enough of me and now you've turned all cranky. I don't know what's going on. So this is actually really, really helpful for them because the masculine energy just, they want to provide for us. They want to support us. They want to like take care of us that, that the masculine energy loves to do that. It loves to provide. And this framework gives them something tangible that they can wrap their heads around and go like, Mm. Oh, you're in bear mode. I know what to do with that. Yes. I know the best thing I can do for you is take the kids out for a couple of hours and let you have a nap or let you journal or whatever you need or run you a bath. If I'm in bear mode, my, my partner will often say like, do you want me to run you a bath? I'll do, I'll do bedtime with the kids. Do you want me to run you a bath? Whereas on a sparkle mode day, he's like, oh, I'll do the kids. I'd be like, but I want to, I like doing the stories. I wouldn't feel as appreciative. Yeah. So yeah. it gives him a way to really quite easily go, I know what she needs. Yeah. Perfect. Um, particularly because there's a pattern, he can predict what's coming next. So he knows which nights it's going to be best for him to cook and which nights I'm actually really going to enjoy cooking, you know? And is there, is there a certain mode that is more um, in the mood for intimacy? Yeah, so it comes out differently for different people. For me, I want intimacy differently in each mode. Mm. So in wild mm-hmm. mode, I'm more likely to be like sexy, fun, let's play, you know, might send him a message going, you know, telling him what might happen when he gets home or something like that. In bear mode, I generally just want to cuddle. I want to just be held by him. If anything further than that's going to happen, I want it to be really nice and gentle and slow. Um, and like in sparkle mode, I want to make love. I want to kiss. I want to, you know, like just be in each other's energy and I don't want to just be so connected and present there with him so it's going to depend on different people what I would recommend is start tracking your modes and get to know how each of your four different women like to be intimate because it's wow, really interesting so to cool. see how it changes that's so cool and what about in super, yeah would super mode be like right let's get on with it let's have a quickie right done next <laughs> is that yes, what you feel yeah. like so in, 
that, that's exactly right. In super mode, um, sex becomes a thing on the to-do list for me. It's like, I want to have a good sex life. Therefore, we need to be doing it often. At that point, Ooh. I'm not so worried about quality. I'm worried about <laughs> like, oh, I can't let it be more than a couple of days or whatever. Like, I'd be like, oh, no, it's almost like, and it, yeah, it's a thing on my to-do list. So it's like, quick, come on, give me a quickie. Let's go. Let's get it done. Bang, bang, bang. And then, and I, and, and he doesn't mind that because he just knows I'm in super mode and that's what I'm looking for. He knows I'm about efficiency. So but he knows that I will soon shift into sparkle mode and then it'll be a whole different flavor. Oh my so goodness. yeah, definitely. So yeah. It's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. And I know that, I know that a lot of like, I'm really going like, oh my God, having like so many, oh my God, yes. You know, aha moments. Yes. And I know that the listeners will be too, but you did say at the beginning that you were, you were wondering, you know, is the moon affecting it? Is it meant, is it your menstrual cycle? Um, is there anything that mm. affects our soul modes at all? Like days of the week. And, yeah. and the other question I've got is, is there anything we can do to hack them? Like if we want to get into a certain, yeah. if we think, oh my goodness, I've got you know, a whole holiday with the family. I'm going to appreciate it so much more in sparkle mode. Can we hack a mode mm. and get into it or not? Um, okay, so the first part of the question was about the things that affect it. I think that we are, we're complicated creatures, right? Mm. And, or let's say sophisticated. Um, and there are other things that are going to affect us. So, for instance, the last couple of days I have been in wild mode but also happen to have premenstrual hormone stuff going on. Mm. Um, so that, basically what happens is if you've got premenstrual hormone stuff going on, then whichever mode you're in at the time, it's going to amplify the sensitivities you've got. So if I'm PMSy in wild mode, it comes out quite angry and fiery. If I'm PMSy in bear mode, it comes out quite teary and fragile. Mm. If I'm PMSy in super mode, I get really bossy and controlling. <laughs> and if it's in sparkle mode, I get overwhelmed by things like my kids fighting yeah. because I'm like, can't you guys just get along and love each other? It's like, it's just, it's, I find it like I get so personally hurt by the fact that they're not good enough humans to not harm one another. Like that's mm. where my, that's where my brain goes. It's obviously not, it's not that they're not good humans. It's that they're little kids learning how to interact. But in that moment, I just feel it and I get so overwhelmed by it. And I'm like, you've got to stop. So and then there's like the moon thing. So I think what seems to happen for people is that a full moon can crank it up as well, can just make it more intense. Mm. So you might have a really intense sparkle mode on a full moon or a really intense wild mode on a full moon. Um, I don't know enough about that, but it just, that's my theory is that it seems there are things that can intensify what you're feeling. There are also things that can infect it. Like if you're, if you've had no sleep, but you're in sparkle mode, sorry, super mode, let's say super mode. If you're in super mode, but you've had no sleep for whatever reason, a baby's woken you up all night or something, mm. you're not going to feel that full effect of that super mode. You're not going to get things done like you normally would. You're going to feel like a very tired superhero, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it's about looking, or if you've eaten a heap of gluten and that really affects your body and you're in sparkle mode, you might not actually be feeling that loving. You might be feeling a bit sluggish. So I would ask yourself, what else is happening for me right now that could be affecting which mode I'm in? Or could be, yeah, my mode could be affecting how that's affecting me. It all kind of comes together, you know? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And what about hacking, yeah. hacking to get into, like, if you prefer, if you think, oh, I'm going to be so, you know, I've got so much to do, I'd really nail all this if I was in super mode. Is there any hacks yeah. to 
There is. Okay. So, well, I think the worst thing you can do is try and fight against the mode that you're in. So if you're like, I'm in bear mode, but gee, I wish I was in super. So I'm just going to act like I am in super and try and get everything done. You'll probably just find <laughs> yourself falling in a heap at some point, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like you're fighting against almost like your soul. Like you're, de- you're fighting against what's happening deep inside of you. So I think that if you want to speed it up, so say if I had a speaking gig tomorrow night and I was in wild mode and I was worried that I was going to be in bear mode for the speaking gig, I would probably surrender as hard as I can into wild mode and to speed it up so that I can get through bear mode more quickly and be like, okay, okay, self, I'm setting the intention that I'm going to do this bear mode quick. I'm going to do, I'm going to get a massage. I'm going to have a nap. I'm going to journal. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do everything Mm. to get through it more quickly so that I will shift and set the intention. I will shift into sparkle mode as I arrive to do this speaking gig. So that's probably the best thing that I would recommend is to hack it, is to work with it rather than try and fight against it. Um, and, but then the other thing is just knowing, about, knowing it about yourself. So if, if that didn't happen and if I, was, if I showed up and I was in bear mode for that speaking gig and I knew I was going to be and it wasn't, I couldn't do anything about it, I would just go like, okay, so what's the best way for me to approach this speaking gig being in bear mode? I can really manage my energy beautifully around it. I can know that I'm probably going to go home and fall in a heap. I can stand up and do that, do that gig, no worries, but I'm going to be exhausted afterwards because so I'm going to be gonna fighting against for the networking. You're going to like head home and, and crawl into bed. Yeah. You could just kind of work around. Probably, it yes. And I'm going to clear my calendar the next day. Yeah. Because I'm going to be probably needing to recover from that. It's going to drain my energy. Whereas doing a speaking gig in wild mode, oh, it's going to fire me up. It's going to fill my cup. I'm going to be like, how good was that? Yeah. You know, so it's about knowing, like appeal to the state that you're in. I use the example of housework, right? If you're looking around and you're like, I need to clean this house because my parents are coming over tomorrow or whatever, right? And you're like, I need to clean this house, but I don't really want to because maybe you're in sparkle mode and you're like I don't want to clean I just want to hang out with my kids and play and have a good time and go to the park I don't feel like cleaning today I want to do fun things so if you're in that situation what you can do is appeal to the mode that you're in so you can go oh I'm in sparkle mode how can I make cleaning my house feel good in sparkle mode so you might be like this is what I've done once before when this is me I'm like I need to clean the house but I don't want to I'm in sparkle mode so I pictured myself like sort of like snow white and I was just like Mm -hmm. okay I'm going to get into like my sparkly fairy dust energy and I'm going to float around the house and I'm going to give love and gratitude to every surface of my house as I wipe it down. I'm going to sprinkle it with love and I'm going to pick up the things and go, oh, look at these things that belong to my beautiful family. Here I am making this space so much more beautiful for my beautiful family. Mm -hmm. And I basically just appealed to my state that I was in to get myself to do it by making it feel good. Yes, love it. Sounds a bit crazy, but it works. (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah, no, it sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. Now, all of this, I think, would work um, if, you know, you're um, an entrepreneur, you work at home, and you can really yeah. um, adapt your day. But what about people who, yeah. like, work a nine-to-five? How could they adapt their soul modes if they are stuck in that, as you discussed before, that more sort of patriarchal yeah. routine? Yeah. So we need so much more flexibility in the workplace. It's one of the things I really want to use this work to try and 
create change in. Um, people need to be able to work from home on bare mode days. <laughs> they just do. <laughs> They'll be so much more productive. Um, or they need to be able to like work a longer day in super mode and then not work on their bare mode days. Like if the whole world could be set up around our soul modes, I would just be a very happy camper and the world would be a very different place. Um, I've been an entrepreneur since, since creating, like coming up with this. Um, I've worked for myself for a long time, so I haven't had to do the nine to five thing, but some of my, my followers online do. And basically they just knowing that it, knowing it about themselves, they can manage and plan their time. Cause once you start to track, you will be able to roughly predict which days you'll be in which modes, particularly if you spend a couple of days in each. And so you might be able to plan your meetings and plan your days. Like you might be able to say, hey, guys, I'm going to work from home on Friday because you think you're probably going to be in bear mode on Friday. Um, and on a super mode day, you might be like, okay, I won't schedule any meetings because I will use that time to get caught up on all my admin stuff or that sort of thing. So basically just manage your energy as best you can around um, around your modes. Like maybe on a bear mode day, if you have to go to work, maybe you'll catch the train because you'll be able to just read and zone out as opposed to driving and sitting in traffic. Or maybe on a super mode day, um, you know, you'll get more done and then say, you know, I'm, I'm going to take half a day off on Friday or you just, you, you just do the best you can with what you've got. But having that level of awareness is amazing. It's really, it helps a lot because when you get home from work exhausted, you can be like, oh, there's a reason for that. It's not that my job is terrible and I should quit my job. Or that, I've got, that today this is hard. Yeah. Or that I've got adrenal fatigue or a thyroid dysfunction. It's like, no, actually. You yes. Know. Yes. There are so many people I know that have gone to the doctors thinking something was wrong with them. And then turns out, oh, I was just actually, I was just in bear mode. Like looking back, they look back over time. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, I thought I had something wrong with me. I thought I had chronic fatigue, but then I was actually, <laughs> because every mode you're in, it feels like you're always, it feels, any mode that you're in, it feels like this is how it always is. You yes. hear people say, oh, I'm, I'm always tired. I'm constantly, and it's like, really, are you? Or is it about one day out of four? Like, is it about a quarter of the time? Or is it like, I'm always so sick of this clutter every day. It drives me crazy every day. It's like, no, it doesn't. It drives you crazy in wild mode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting that you just, you assume you're in it and it's like, this is how it always is. And we make these big grand statements and grand plans based on the state we're in right now. Whereas actually it's, you're going to feel differently tomorrow. So just chill out. <laughs> this, is, this is amazing. Like I've never heard anything like this before. And I just think it's amazing that you're getting this out to the world, Carly. So tell us about, tell us about your book and how you have just decided, right, I'm going to write a book in three months and it's going to be a bestseller. Like how the hell did you do that? <laughs> I knew the content, I knew because of the content, I knew it had potential to be a bestseller because so many people were saying to me, Carly, please write the book. I want to buy a copy for every woman I know. Mm. Um, and so that's how I knew, I knew it had potential to be a bestseller. Um, and one of, it's interesting, one of my clients is a psychic and she did a reading for me and she basically told me how it was all going to go. She's like, you're going to write a book. It's going to be a bestseller. It's going to change the world. And I was like, really? She's like, yep, yep, yep. And I think maybe that just gave me the thing I needed to like kick me and go, all right, okay, let's write the thing then. Like it had been rattling around in my head, but she, I did this session with her and anyway, it was bizarre. And so I, um, I tried to write it and it just wasn't coming and I had a whole bunch of, you know, mindset stuff coming up around it. 
So I engaged a book coach. I Googled to see is, it, is, a book, is there such a thing as a book coach? Turns out there is. And I found one and I, um, I said, I know I can write it quickly because I know I can write like a thousand words in a day because I write Facebook posts and blog posts. I was like, I know I can write a thousand words in a day. So a 30,000 word book, there's no reason I couldn't write a book in, in a month. She's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, let's do three months <laughs> because, mm-hmm. because we need time for like editing and all these other things. So I engaged this book coach and basically each week I would write and she would go and look what I'd written and give me feedback. And as I was writing it, she would, she would send me these audios of her crying going, this is the best thing I've ever read. This is changing my wow. life as I'm reading it. Um, and so she's like, okay, let's do, let's get serious with the publishing of this book. And so she introduced me to a friend of hers who does like book marketing and he um, helped me with some strategies around, you know, um, just getting it out there, like just book marketing basically. And um, turns out, you know, the combination between a really good book and some really good marketing and boom, it's out there. So really cool. Amazing. So tell us about when you released the book and um, all the best-selling accolades that you've now got. <laughs> yeah, so I launched it on Amazon, um, just the ebook version. So the print version comes out next week. So everything that's happened so far has just been the ebook version. Um, so I put that out there, and within within twenty four hours, it was number one for women in business. It was in a bu- put in a bunch of categories. Um, it was number one for women in business, and it was number three for self help in Australia. And then within two days, it was number one for, um, for within a couple of days, I can't remember, but it was within the week, it was number one for self-help in America. And sitting there and seeing my book alongside, um, you know, Tim Ferriss and Stephen Covey and these people who I, who have been a big part of my journey, seeing my book sitting there alongside theirs was just indescribable. Um, and of course I have, it was just that day I was, you know, selling, it doesn't mean I've sold as many of them over all time. And I'm not saying I deserve to be, you know, uh, sitting alongside them in any other way, except just to see my book next to theirs. Oh, was really special. you made it. Absolutely. Um, what a great achievement. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I remember the book marketer guy saying with the way this is going, I think you're really in with a shot to be on either the USA Today or the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. And um, I was like, really? And he goes, I've got to really, this is one of the best launches we've done. This is because what was happening was people would read, they would get it and they would read it because it was ebook, so they would have it instantly. And it's a really easy read and it's quite a quick read because um, it's just the way that I write. And so people were reading it within a day and then they were sharing it because it was ebook, they would screenshot and then they would share it with the people on their friends list. So it just kind of grew from there. Wow. And, um, and lo and behold, out came the USA Today list and, and the, um, the Wall Street Journal list and it was number two on the Wall Street Journal list and and seeing that you know my book was up there with like Alton John's memoir this is yeah. I adore Alton John <laughs> yeah I saw that it's amazing so amazing yeah so that was really special so, um, so now but life is just still normal over here to be honest I'm doing a few more podcast interviews and um and I'm talking to a PR person about maybe doing some some TV stuff but at the moment you know, a week or two later since, or two weeks since it's come out, I'm just sitting here going, well, uh, I'm, I'm getting messages from people saying I've changed their life. So that's, that's what I was looking for. And that's what I visualized the whole way along again for the manifestation mm-hmm. people. Like that's what I was visualizing was the emails that I would get from people saying, you are saving my marriage. You are changing my life. This work is, you know, this work is revolutionary in my life and, and I'm going to share it with everyone I know. And that, that's the stuff that kept me going writing this book. That's what I would visualize as I was writing. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, and, and it happened. So let's talk a little bit about your, just sort of like coming to the end now, Carly, but a little bit about your yeah. personal, um, your, either your self-care rituals or the belief work that you've done. I mean, you've already touched on like a fair amount in terms of having coaches and um, you've talked about journaling. Yeah. You've already talked about cleaning up yeah. your diet. What else would you say? Yeah. And a little, you've talked a little bit about law of attraction, manifesting, visualizing that end outcome as, as it is, as it is right, as, as if it's happening now. Are there any other things yeah. that you would say are absolutely crucial to your success, not just as a best-selling author, but also as a, you know, a partner, a lover, a mother, a friend, a daughter, what else, is so important to you to make you um, thrive? Yeah, so mindset work's really important to me and my mindset work looks different in each mode. So there's a whole chapter on this in the book is what mindset work looks like to me. I love my cleaners that's arrived. Beautiful Paris is here. Um, so, yeah, so basically it's like in each mode what I'm doing looks different and it's really about working in, working with the energy that I'm in. So... I guess to summarize, in wild mode, I'm really doing that identity work. So really tuning into who who is the next level version of me? What does her life look like? So really just continually tuning into that. And I'm generally for me, it's journaling um, or kind of walking and talking out aloud if that's what I feel like I need to do. So in, it's really that identity work in like who who how can I be the person who is already the best-selling author or, you know, already lives in the beachfront house? How would I be doing life? Well, I'd, maybe I'd be doing more yoga. Okay, cool. So that's a clue on what I, what I need to do, that sort of thing. And then in bear mode, it's really about that release work. So really about releasing those negative beliefs and those limiting beliefs that come up, really digging in, finding them and releasing them because it's just so easy to do. Well, not, <laughs> it's not easy to do, but it's easy to access that stuff. It could feel really challenging. Um, and then in super mode, generally it's about looking at what, okay, so if I'm in super mode and I'm not, in it and I'm procrastinating and I'm busying myself with just silly busy work and I'm not actually doing the stuff that's going to move me forward, that's when I'm like, okay, what are the beliefs I'm holding on to that are stopping me? What are the blocks? Because if, if I'm in super mode and I'm not taking, I'm not doing the action and there's something blocking me. Mm-hmm. So that's when I look at what my negative associations are with the, with the, you know, it's quite a structured process then I'm like, okay, what do I want? What am I afraid is going to happen if I have it? That like, it's quite a logical kind of process. Like, okay, Carly, let's look at this as opposed to this emotional swirly situation. Um, and then in sparkle mode, it's really about working with a positive energy. So working with gratitude, celebrating what I've achieved, um, picturing the things that I want and just flooding my body with positive emotion to connect the positive emotion to the thought of what I want to call in. Um, you know, you, you Joe Dispenza type teachings. Um, love Joe. And yeah, so that's generally what my mindset works looks like and then I just continually cycle through that process but most of that is happening in a journal so I journal pretty much journal daily generally as soon as I wake up in the morning before my head is filled with other stuff amazing amazing thanks for sharing all of that Mm. now before we find out where we can get our hands on the book I need to ask you one of my uh, standard questions which is what does Carly Marie think about coffee wine and chocolate Uh, I don't do coffee. makes me anxious. Um, I do chai tea because I love it. Um, I 
wine, uh, look, I wish that I liked wine because I like the whole, I feel like, you know, it's fancy, <laughs> but I'm not fancy. So I'm just not that into wine, to be honest. I'm a bit of a spirits girl. Um, give me a straight, a good quality straight spirit on ice and I'm happy. Mm. Um, and chocolate, give me the good quality dark stuff and I'm yours. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. Mm. So where can we get our hands on this book? Like I want it now. Give it to me now. Yeah. So Amazon at the moment, Amazon is the only place. The print version comes out, uh, very soon within a couple of days. Um, but probably by the time this is out, it will be out. So have a look on Amazon, see if you can find it. Um, if not, the Kindle app is amazing to read the ebook. Um, it's actually probably worth having both. If you see the Kindle version and it's still super cheap, like it is right now, grab it because it's got checklists and journal prompts and it's going to be really handy to have those on your phone and you don't have to carry the book around Mm. um so um amazon that's where you need to go basically and come follow me on social media because i do videos and i do live streams and all sorts of fun stuff and i've got a podcast where i talk about it and um but yeah amazon is where you get the book so to find you on facebook and instagram under soul modes is that right Yep. Yeah. So you can find me, um, just under Carly Marie and then, but I also have a page cause I talk about other things as well. Um, so you can find me under Carly Marie and then if you just want the soul mode stuff, you can find it under soul modes, but maybe follow both of those. And, um, yeah. And my podcast is called go hack yourself. <laughs> uh-huh. Awesome. I'm going to check that out as well. <laughs> now, if there was one final thing you could say to anybody who's just exploring soul modes for the first time and just going, wow, this is incredible what would it be? Just that you are not broken, that you are in fact magic. And I can't wait for you to see that. Let me show you. <laughs> can awesome. Thank you so much. You've been incredible oh. today. Thank you. Lovely chatting with you. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.